Before we begin, we want to say that the discussions that take place on these podcasts are our own and do not reflect the LAPD, LAFD, or any other outside organization. Some of the topics that we talk about in this podcast may be triggering to some of our listeners, so if you feel like you need any extra support, we will be linking different resources in our website and social medias. Thank you for listening, and now with the show. Listening to 911 Super Van versus Pure S. Now, see, I got it one. <laughs> My name is Catherine Cat or Snow White. And I'm Megan or Buck. And today we are going to be talking about season one, episode seven, Full Moon Creepy AF. Is it called Full Moon or is it called Full Moon Rising? Mm, full full moon. moon. Oh, I was just so obsessed with the song. I was like, this could be called Full Moon Rising. Honestly, I like that, first of all, that the title is not like, you know, just a couple words. It literally is the most slang creepy AF title I've ever seen. <laughs> it's Buck. It's because of Buck. And we're going to talk about how wrong Buck was this episode. Hey, but he was very entertaining. Know. I love Buck all the way. <laughs> he was very entertaining. I will yes. say that. Okay. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Our summary. Hold on, I thought you were supposed to do the directed by. Oh, I today <laughs> has is gonna is coming up on a full moon, y'all. <laughs> in real life, so actually I don't know if it is, but it kind of feels like it is. <laughs> um, episode seven, full moon, creepy AF. It was directed by Maggie Keeley. Kylie. Written Kylie. I don't know. I can read. Maggie <laughs> Keeley or Kylie. It was written by Adam Penn, and it first aired February 28th, 2018. Also, we have to apologize to Maggie, Kylie, or Keely. Feel free to come on the podcast and correct us all you'd like. <laughs> and the IMDb rating for this episode was 8.2 out of 10, which... You agree? Or... Like, in comparison, this is actually one of the lower rate IMDb ratings of this season. Okay. I don't agree with that. I quite liked this episode. I had a feeling you would. I did tell you that before you watched it. <laughs> There's a lot of things about this episode that made me mad as like someone who's been obsessed with ca- character. Like if if it was just watching for characters and not for like the actual so- story itself or whatnot, there are things in here that made me very upset. Most notably Hen, all right? <laughs> I don't know if anyone has known this, but if you listen to any of the six episodes, I think it's pretty obvious. But I love Hen, and I will do anything for Hen, and Hen has disappointed <laughs> me so much. So much. Anyway, Meg, why don't you read us the summary? All right. A full moon can bring out the craziness in individuals. Hen and Karen have experienced a bump in their relationship, which led to Karen being doubtful of their progress. The 118 has been receiving strange calls, fueling their logic. Buck's logic. (laughs) In regards to the full moon making their lives a living hell. Eva tries to get back into Hen's life by calling her once she's out of prison, which will definitely lead to problems with Karen and Hen. Let's start from the beginning, shall we? (laughs) Yes, scene one. Hen at the beach. That was just... I just knew something was wrong the second they, you just get that scene, you know she did something wrong. Even before I knew any of this whole show, I didn't know anything. I already knew it was bad. (laughs) Can I just say, while I'm not physically attracted to people, I think the sounds of their voice are very attractive, which is why I like a lot of character act or not um, voice actors a lot more than I like physical actors, (laughs) if that makes sense. But hence voiceover was real hot I really enjoyed it (laughs) she has a great voice anyway that's it but oh yeah and then she was crying on the beach and I was like well Karen died I was wrong (laughs) R.I.P. Karen (laughs) I was so wrong and I'm so disappointed Hen I didn't think Hen would disappoint me like that yep I was I was really biting my tongue on this one I was like oh poor Catherine (laughs) I mean I know she has I mean there has to be some sort of conflict she's not a perfect person but Hen was so close 
<laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So I I felt bad for Karen when she was like really trying her best to be like, oh, let's spend some time together, you know, and just be all mushy gushy. And then all of a sudden he's like, nah, I'm good, fam. <laughs> I actually just read an article the other day. Not read, but like I saw or okay. did I read it? I might have read it. I don't know. I read a lot of articles all the time. And it's supposedly how like having an orgasm helps you sleep better. <laughs> No joke. It's real. It's true. It's supposed to be like the endorphins and stuff are supposed to help you get like a better night's sleep. Okay. So Karen wasn't wrong. Well, okay. It's not that I don't think you're right. I just didn't think we were talking about that on our show. <laughs> no, I just think that she had a very valid point. I'm currently team Karen because Hannah's disappointed me so much. So much. Yeah, I mean, first of all, like, why would you go back to someone you know is like, very wrong for you has basically destroyed your current family and you're going back to them I just we're gonna talk about Eva when we get to Eva but yeah Karen tried so hard yeah even when she was like talking about like what what was that lesbian bed death yeah she was like very concerned and Hen was like you'll be fine We'll try again tomorrow, except tomorrow, guess what happens? He's oh making out with Eva. Ooh. Making out, it goes so much farther. Well, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Does she even go home? That is the question. Oh. That's a next week episode because I don't know the answer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that was crazy. That was, yes, it was. Oh. And I didn't know actually about the full moon kind of phenomena. Oh, you didn't know that? No. I mean, like, I know werewolf stories, and I know there's a lot of things with uh, fertility and the full moon, and I know there's some people have thoughts about, like, gravitational pull and the full moon, um, high tide, low tides, full moons, new moons, kind of, like, those kind of cycles. Um, So these are things that I knew about, but I didn't know about the crazy people happening during full moon. I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know that. Um, I think I heard that in a Lizzie McGuire episode a while ago and like they were talking about like you know I think it was Lizzie's best friend who was like oh yeah my mom said like people get crazy when it's a full moon so I've just used that logic I pulled some stats for you actually on the full moon okay let's hear it um apparently 43 percent of healthcare professionals believe that this is true that a full moon does trigger crazy things Um, And then apparently 81% of mental health professionals believe a full moon can make people ill. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. And there are some scientific studies of this. There is, there are studies that show that during nights of a full moon, people actually get less deep sleep. Specifically women. I think men get more deep sleep and women get less, but it's supposed to like, mess with your sleep cycles which some people say is an explanation for why some people seem stranger but um, oh and your heart rate and your blood pressure also both lower during the full and new moons wow but it's both full and new so that kind of defeats the purpose of just full um there is twilight vibes right now Uh, how there is no correlation between full moon and number of psychiatric uh, disorders being occur occurring during the, the time mm-hmm. period of the full moon okay so no actual correlation but some medical possibilities but again correlation doesn't necessarily mean causation yes and now we're teaching you about statistics everyone <laughs> <laughs> but yeah there's actually an entire thought on this phenomena being just confirmation bias okay where you know if something crazy happens during the time of a full moon then like, it's like someone yeah. will yeah someone will be like oh it's just because of a full moon and that this will just keep going so the explanation for that the reason that like 81 percent of mental health professionals 43 percent of medical professionals say this is mostly because of confirmation bias for the most part that we know of okay <laughs> so fun facts on full moon i was really curious i like I had no idea you were, like, this curious about, like, the full moon and... Well, I mostly wanted to refute Buck in the next scene. (laughs) When he was going Uh, into, um, 
when it was the oh by the way the transition from her clicking the remote and then changing songs to Babin Rising which I love I don't yeah. actually know if that's the title of the song I just know that that's a song that's a really good song um I really like that transition but yeah interesting but <laughs> calls Abby and is like let me tell you all the things that happened okay like obviously I was dying that was really cute I actually, this episode, I will say, I think Buck and Abby have really started to grow on me. Oh, about time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm still disappointed in Buck because I really didn't want him to sleep with her, but I, I, their relationship seemed a bit less awkward to me. Okay. Yeah. I feel like Buck felt more what I expect Buck to be. Does that make sense? Yeah. He's a bit more of an idiot. I will, I will attest <laughs> this episode. He's a little bit more of an idiot. And then I kind of agree with that. That's his character. That is his character. Yeah, but, um, oh, let's, this is why, this is why I Googled all these facts for you. There you go. All right, this is what he says. He says, animal and kids go crazy, which is actually true. During Mm -hmm. full moons, it's been shown that, that's why a lot of school teachers actually also believe in the full moon phenomenon. Fun fact. Um, No actual research shows that hospital rooms are more full during times of full moon versus not. So that's wrong. Um, and crime increase is debatable. Those were the four things he mentioned. Okay. Um, so yeah, I basically did all the stats tests just to disprove this one line that he I thought you were going to use the line that, um, that Buck said that full moon crazy schedules are a scientific fact. Oh yeah. Incorrect. <laughs> Buck. <laughs> incorrect. He's not wrong that there are some thoughts on these, but there's no actual conclusive evidence that it's true mm-hmm. but there have been reports of animals and children young children actually mm-hmm. behaving a little bit stranger out of norm during time okay interesting but kids are scary like they say some scary stuff that's a whole different subject for a whole different day for a whole different podcast my friend (laughs) oh my gosh if anyone wants to come and talk to me about scary kids (laughs) do I have stories oh my goodness I'm Um, a little too excited for that you are but also like I gotta say like the whole buck doing that howl thing and talking about like their whole conversation about their failed date of course they would have to bring up the fact that buck basically almost died after choking on bread (laughs) I do think that was kind of funny she's like do you want to try again a first date not a tracheotomy I was like I'm glad you had to make that distinction (laughs) I mean I I feel like Buck wouldn't have known the difference between a first date (laughs) you have no faith in your man Buck you're just like he sleeps with warm bodies he doesn't know what a date is hey I love Buck but like he was, he was definitely pretty crazy in that scene. I'm just like, no, you can continue being an idiot. <laughs> this is true. This is true. But uh, we spent a lot of time on this. We yes. just keep going. Okay. Emergency number two. I thought that was really peculiar. I was pretty sure he was real. Yeah, no, I was sure he was real. Um, It was just like, you know, it's kind of like a magic trick, right? You know, trying to figure out what exactly the trick is. I don't know. It it definitely freaked me out that you could be in the house and someone could break in. Like, that part is pretty scary. But then also, like, the whole circumstance around it, like, I was surprised he didn't do anything to her. They say that a little bit later on, that he really likes her. Yeah, no, but I mean, like, before you knew that, I was assuming that, like, he would have done something, because you didn't know anything about the character, so, like, in my head, it was, like, all criminal minds or whatever, like, he's gonna, like, you know, I don't know, there's there's some weird stuff on criminal minds, like, I was thinking, like, potatoes (laughs) (laughs) or something, like, something crazy, but then he literally just stands there and then leaves. So I'm like, yeah, that poor woman. <laughs> I felt really bad for her. I was like, that's very dangerous. And she's like, not in a small house. Like, that's a pretty significant place yeah. to live on your own. Oh, for sure. Um, and it was nice too, but it was pretty scary when he just showed up. 
and kind of stood there. I actually do, <laughs> I actually do think there are magic tricks where that is a trick. Like yeah. you use some sort of reflection illusion yeah. to make something happen. So someone who, as someone who likes illusion and likes breaking illusions, it was really interesting to see for me. Yeah, but I did get a sense of your uh, girl power vibes between your girl Han and Athena. I really do like their friendship. I really do. And I yeah. think that Chim was a good pseudo buck <laughs> in their kind of threesome. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. But they're like the three of them going together to solve things. He was kind of like the, huh, ha 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 full moons. But yeah. it's Chim, so I forgive him. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> He's not well, Buck, so I forgive him. Well, <laughs> Basically, anybody who's not Buck, I forgive him. Except Hen. I'm really disappointed in that. <laughs> we should start a count. Let's see how many times I can say that. <laughs> All right. At this point in time, I want to know how many times you've said that. <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't know. Maybe maybe editor Catherine will keep a count for you. We'll, we'll ask her yeah. now, I guess. <laughs> editor Catherine, please keep a count. Thanks. <laughs> What else? Um, oh, so moving on to the third emergency, um, when Abby received the call from a distressed caller, um, I felt really bad that like Abby couldn't save her because she mm -hmm. seems to have like this streak of saving people and then to have one just like fall through the cracks with like all of it just made her like super sad. Yeah, or I don't, I actually think it was very interesting because she was, well, she was sad and she was disappointed. Yeah. She wasn't morose. Yeah. Right? It spurred her on to do more. Like, it stirred her on to action. So when she heard the call and then she asked, I actually, oh, wait, I think that's later. But there were, like, a few things with just listening to the audio. Oh, yeah. Because I... I watched this scene a lot too. Um, this is, I probably listened to that audio about 16 times. I really tried to like differentiate what was happening because there's an alarm in the back, which was kind of strange to yeah. me. I assume it was a house alarm. Yeah. Um, and then I thought they were gunshots, but they're stabbing sounds. Mm. But it stabbed weird. Like the sound was really weird. <laughs> and then I, and then I spent like, six of those 16 times trying to determine what they stabbed in order to make that foley sound so if you're a foley artist and you want to tell me i want to know interesting all right babies and yoga i love this scene this entire too. scene i was dying um i i gotta admit the whole thing start to finish all of it <laughs> Bobby and Buck are really a dynamic duo. I quite oh. like their, I quite like their combination and all of this, all of the, all of the calls they wanted together. I really appreciated. Um, yeah. yeah, this one was pretty good. <laughs> like first off with Buck recognizing the locust pose just because he's dated a bunch of like yoga instructors. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Oh, and when he was trying to, before that, when he was trying to convince Bobby about oh, yeah, the full yeah. moon and he was like have you read this in any scientific publications and buck is like is the internet considered a scientific publication <laughs> the thing is the thing is i wrote my entire undergrad thesis basically just using the internet so i kind of agreed <laughs> <laughs> so i couldn't i couldn't fault him for it and i was kind of like yeah you're not wrong you're not not fully <laughs> maybe I don't know oh man like that was that was great and then like the whole thing with like you know the yoga instructor being like oh these people can't take this class unless they're a certain amount of weeks pregnant and things like that and I'm just like I feel like any type of exercise is going to like affect a pregnancy even if it's just something like walking stretching and I really don't see why someone would be doing something as intense as yoga, especially yoga like that, because as far as I know, with physical activity, it's already enough 
to just go to a physical therapist, you know, and that's already going to give you like a decent amount of like exercise on top of maybe just like walking a little bit or things like that, or, you know, but like doing something so intense, like, I mean, I've seen like pregnant moms hike. I've seen pregnant moms dance, but I don't think I've ever seen a pregnant mom do yoga. I am not sure. I will say that I know pregnant women are supposed to, are encouraged to continue being active. And I think a lot of these programs are also created to connect pregnant women together. Yes, I, I just felt like this situation wasn't the most healthy way. Because Pregnancy yoga is a thing. I is do it know really? This, yeah, this is a thing. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's not uncommon in Southern California. I also assume, because she said, oh, you have to be over 26 weeks or something, that they've tailored all of the programs for expectant mothers. Um, and usually when you are pregnant, your back hurts. You have a lot of different, you know, your back aches, your legs ache, things like that. So I would assume a lot of their stretches are more focused on targeting specific areas um, that are more difficult because you're pregnant. Because you have the like extra weight that a baby adds on to you is very centralized in a specific area. So I know those, that can at least, I know it has back problems and back issues, mostly because I have back issues. And a lot of the suggested exercises are also recommended for pregnant women. Yeah. Okay. You know, okay. So I'm literally looking it up right now just because like I got curious. And okay. So this says, this is Mayo Clinic. What happens during a typical prenatal yoga class? That's, so there's breathing, gentle stretching, postures, which um, there are blankets, cushions, and belts that might be used to provide support and comfort. I did not see pillows, blankets, or any of it. It literally looked like yoga for people who are just athletic and not pregnant. So I don't know. That was just like, even if you are athletic, you are still pregnant. So it should be even that person in the eh, locust pose should have had pillows. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't see how far along she was, so I wasn't sure. Yeah, but if you don't long. have, uh, if you don't, or if you aren't showing a lot. No, she looked like she was showing. I have no idea. I, didn't, <laughs> I was not paying attention. <laughs> I was just like, she's stuck in a very hard to do pose. And I was like, kudos to the actress. She had to probably stay like that for like the entire day. So kudos to you, man. I was like, no, you keep, you keep me in that position for like two minutes and I'll just be like, I'm done. That's it. We're done. We're done. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Are there styles of yoga that aren't recommended for pregnant women? Basically, Is one of them? I think it was. Because it says here, be careful to avoid hot yoga, which involves doing vigorous poses in a room heated to higher temperatures. Was that very vigorous? It looked pretty vigorous for someone who isn't, didn't seem that athletic. Oh, I just assumed she tipped over. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't mean <laughs> to make, oh, I'm going to get so much hate. They're going to be like, Catherine, you're making pregnant women sound like trucks. No, I don't believe this. <laughs> I mean, we, guys, we are just saying our opinions we really don't have that much experience or any for that matter we're just talking about it and kind of seeing where it goes I mean I know nothing about yoga so if you are well versed in yoga please come talk to us <laughs> please come talk to us but we're probably not going to edit this podcast because we don't have time <laughs> I mean that could be a whole other episode we don't know of mistakes that we've gotten that's what we should do we should do a we should do a Call in with your things and we'll try and correct them on air. <laughs> All the mistakes we've made. All right. We spend a lot of time on this. Yes. Okay. okay. Moving on. To the next part. Abby, again, when she said that there were two different calls and the voices between the two different calls. Good point. Good point. I think she made yes. great points. I but, yeah. was just annoyed that the detective wasn't open to listening to what she had to say. You know, she he kind of was just like, you're a dispatcher. You don't need to interfere with my business. I don't interfere on your business. So just shut up. 
Yeah, it was annoying, but I also could understand that they don't want to continue a case if they already have someone who they believe is a killer because they want to close that case as soon as possible and keep that person off the streets. Well, of course. Yeah. But, you know, it's like you want to keep the right person off the streets, not like the wrong one. I mean, it's an explanation. It's not an excuse. (laughs) But yeah, I really honestly, when he said, he had a line where he said, 99% of the time, whoever you think it is, it is. Mm -hmm. And that's true. But I've also heard of cases where people have been suspected for ages. They've been suspected for years and years and years. And then finally, new evidence shows up like 10 years later. And they're finally convicted. And it was because they like murdered someone. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. I've heard of something like that. So if they're like, if if that's the guy, that's the guy. So I could understand because it was a brutal murder too. It wasn't like just poisoned it and slowly poisoned and they just disappeared one day and nobody knew where they were. Like he was stabbed and hurt on the tape. So yeah. I, I could see why he was more like, no, as soon as we got the guy, we want to keep him up. But yeah. on the flip side, she was brutally murdered. If you caught the wrong guy, the brutal murder is still out there. Yeah. So it was it was a kind of like iffy yeah. for me. I, I couldn't tell. Like I wanted to be on the detective side for a little bit because I was like, yeah, you're pro- it, like you don't want to keep him out. But at the same time, I was like, but Abby's right. So yeah. Also, did you recognize the um, the actor who played the detective? Because I could not see that. I'm not allowed to Google that information. Because he's not dead. I don't know if he comes back. And he flirted with Abby. I don't know if he comes back. I'm not allowed to Google that information. If I tell you an answer, will you be able to? If you tell me that he's not on any more episodes of 911, I will Google him for you. But then at that point, you've already Googled him. (laughs) (laughs) As far as I know. (laughs) Well, I can only... I think the rules currently are, if they die, I can Google them. And if they're obviously only there for one episode, I can Google them. Because if they come, even like if they're like a minor character, because even if they come back in another episode, yeah, it's probably not at all related. Right? Okay. Like Melora. I Googled Melora last time, but that's because she was, they locked her up. That's true. I guess, oh, I guess if she came back because they've released her or something. But I would have been like, wow, I'm looking forward to watching that episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Okay. Um, oh, face eater guy. Face eater guy. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I was very excited for the Athena hen scene. That just, that made me happy. And I'm not even like a big Athena Hen supporter, but that was just really awesome. Um, but I guess like also a weird, weird thing I was thinking about, like you literally cannot just go out and enjoy time alone anymore. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I mean, like you can't just walk out of your front door without like, being worried that someone's gonna like do something crazy or that you're not gonna run into something like that at least yeah it's a weird place you we live in I know a weird time that's Uh, all that's all we can really say about it anything more I think is gonna be very controversial (laughs) and we're not here to do politics we're here to talk about a tv show even though I've made a lot of controversial things (laughs) I have a feeling our listeners are gonna just be like you know, tallying all these controversial stuff. Let's just say Catherine is a terrible person and move on. All right. <laughs> Eva. Mm. Yes. Um, first of all, I hated that Hen was even like trying to keep Athena out of this. Oh, like hiding it from her? Yeah, I'm just like, if you guys are friends, even if you're doing something wrong, right? Like. I feel like you would be at least a little more open to sharing it than like, you know, it's not like you're fully admitting that you're like, cause you don't even know what it is. I don't even think like Hen knew what it was. I honestly think it was just Hen not wanting to admit it to herself. And if she admitted it to Athena, that would be admitting it out loud, you know? Okay. But 
I don't know why I'm apologizing for her. What she did was awful. Eva's horrible. What did she do? Yeah, I don't, like, and, like, okay, the the fact that, you know, Eva's, like, joking that she's, like, making this call from, like, the penitentiary, right? And, like, just doing all these stuff, and she, ugh, I'm just, like, nothing about that is attractive in a partner especially if you're a good person like you have someone who actually cares about you you have a family you know you have good people and then you're still not satisfied I mean I can understand why in other cases but it seemed like Hen was really satisfied with what she had you know yeah I mean I'm sure there's something about Eva because she keeps going back there and I don't think this is the first I doubt this is the first time she's done it because Athena like the way Athena mentioned in the last yeah maybe not the last episode but the the first episode when you meet Eva yeah um where she's like you don't owe her anything kind of thing it made me feel like in the past Hen has owed her something yeah or felt like yeah yeah. there's something substantial that's keeping her connected to Eva okay look I don't remember anything about this because I I literally haven't watched like rewatched anything since like this episode but I am wondering because I don't remember if it's like about Denny but then even then that doesn't seem big enough for her to like come back. Karen said something earlier too about never I don't even know why sometimes I refer to old tv show episodes and I'm just like you know the writers don't actually care all that much sometimes they just you know retcon their own stuff but anyway in the past Karen did mention something like did she even mention Denny so in my mind Denny is not high on Eva's priority list Hen is and I don't understand why so I think that's a big thing that might come up yeah which is why I was really curious about that but also I mean I will say this about Eva like she got out and she's like I have a job I have an apartment like I think trying to get Hen back has really encouraged her to do things I don't know if this is true maybe she's all doing it for show I don't know anything but for now it seems yeah. like it's been an interesting motivator for her yeah so, like and like she good for her to, she like doesn't want to disappoint Hen yeah and it's I'm weirdly supportive of that because I'm like she's trying to turn her life around and I respect it yeah but you can do that without hen you yeah, can like leave you her can alone. do it for yourself like yeah. you don't need to do that to show hen because hen literally has a wife she has a kid she has her own life yeah but yeah I don't know there's a lot about it that's a little that's very <laughs> troublesome yeah anyway it's definitely not the last we're gonna hear about this not happy Eva yeah that's a whole that's a whole that's a whole other thing yeah all right let's take a break (laughs) Eva's just stressing me out so much let's just take a break all right all right we'll be back to 911 super fan versus purest snow i actually had to stop myself from saying piece of shit and i was like what is the name of this title i keep waiting for you to say that <laughs> i i blame the first time we did this and at me <laughs> saying that all right so to abby athena and finding out about the mystery killer person break-in guy i love that they mix all of these storylines together I love that I think that's great oh, yeah. and I'm, yeah because all of the areas are so like close together right where yeah, she and was like, staying where they knew, was, yeah they knew each other anyways because like Buck did bring her to the firehouse so that was like nice that they could just like be kind of friendly um yeah or and she also because of her mom too yeah that too yeah 
So, and the tracheotomy. I like how Athena was like, yep, the tracheotomy. <laughs> you did <Yep>. great. <laughs> and Abby was like, you heard that? And I was like, Hen probably told her. <laughs> it's a good story. But I really like that they were all together. And I will say that I put holy F-bomb and then I put it four times in a row on my paper. And then yeah. at the very bottom, I put was not expecting that in all caps. Which one were you not expecting? The connection. I wasn't, con- I wasn't the com- combination. Because when she uh, was like, when she said, what was her name? Nora Jane, I think it's her name. Yeah, Nora Jane. Yeah, when she was like, Nora Jane sounds, that sounds, that name sounds familiar. I also thought it sounded familiar. And I was like, oh, it's because the first emergency, I'd already heard this name. That was really a, a good callback, I think. Yeah. And I also thought that the old lady was in it for a little, for too little screen time. I feel like they put a lot on her. Yeah. Like she was I alone. Mean, I feel like there was going to be more to her story. Like, it wasn't just a panic attack. See, now thanks to you, every time I watch TV, I'm just like, oh, there's definitely something going on. I yeah. believe you completely. Even when I've watched, like, season five, of 911. I'm just like, yep, this is my favorite character. Thank you, Catherine. Now I just great. Sorry, man. It's just like when you un- when you see it, you can't unsee it. You know what I mean? Kind of wish I could unsee it, but now me I- too. Welcome to the club. <laughs> How's it feel? It feels awful, right? I don't yes, know why I still watch so much television. I really don't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was. That was really interesting. And I like the combination. And then she showed up with a baseball bat. Yes. Wow. When the shower curtain opened and it was her mom, I was so shook. And when he like- I know. I was really expecting her to be behind the curtain, you know? Yeah, I assume they were together. Yeah. Or at least some, like, maybe not both in the shower, but both in the bathroom. I think they were both. I couldn't tell, but- No, I don't think so. Because he um, opened the door and opened the curtain and it was just her mom and she popped out from behind. Oh, that's true. That's true. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. True. But that was so, and he hesitated. I was like, he killed her friend in cold blood. Also, by the way, that knife had no blood on it. It should have had blood on it. Yeah. Is that weird of me to just think that it should have had blood on it? <laughs> hey, they can't catch every single detail. They can try. <laughs> Like, no, because they did an insert on it. So I assumed that it was going to be bloody. But maybe that would be too much blood. I don't know. I I feel like you need to ask, like, someone who works with props and, you know, how this works. If you want to come on the show, come on the show. Let's talk. I would love to know more. I have so many questions. Unless he, like, cleaned everything off, which I guess would make sense. Anyway, there was, like, a whole thing. I had a lot of questions. What else? Oh, emergency number seven. I this is literally how I watch nine one one, like so that I could figure out what we're gonna talk about in each segment. Emergency one <laughs> and emergency seven. Tapeworms. I called it. Yeah. When he was like alien, I was like, you mean tapeworm? That's what you mean. That's exactly what you mean. Oh my god! But this whole thing definitely is in the future comes in it's a detail needed for the future tapeworms or this guy no not the guy the whole buck and tapeworms oh that's Mm -hmm. a spoiler spoilers you should let me try and catch these you should let me try and catch them and then if i don't make the recall then you make then you make the the i've been holding out on a lot of spoilers i felt like this one was as you should that is your job you signed up for this (laughs) you're like shocked i was like meg when we make this podcast you have to keep your spoilers and let me figure it out (laughs) and every other episode you're like you have to remember (laughs) that like no buddy i'll figure it out yeah watch we'll get to the part where you have to remember you're just like I don't remember anything okay no that's when you're supposed to mention do you remember that episode that's on you man I'm just watching this shit (laughs) (laughs) um no but yeah also have you ever seen that scene from alien yeah wow that's (laughs) so scary (laughs) um actually I think when I watched it again I was kind of 
fake looking, but the first you time he is. <laughs> I've never seen Alien. Oh, okay. I know of this scene because they did it on Graham Norton. He asked one of his guests who had never seen Alien. Um, her name is, or have you ever seen The Great British Bake Off? No, no. Oh, okay. One of the hosts on there was Sandy. Sandy, I don't know her last name. It starts with a T and okay. it's like Swedish or okay. something. And I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, but she was like all excited. She was like, all right, come over here. And then we're going to put you in this like rig costume. And now you got to pretend to be like scared. And she was just like faking it and faking. She's like, uh, uh. and then all of a sudden out of the stomach, an alien pops up and she actually screams because she's never seen alien. She had no idea what was happening. It was great. It was so good. <laughs> anyway, if you have the time, recommend you go watch it. It's BBC. It's Graham Norton and Sandy. If you Google probably Sandy and then Alien, you'll find it. <laughs> it was so good. It's so good. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's, that's all. Every time someone mentions Alien, I can just imagine that scene and how much I died laughing. I just found it so funny. All right. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tapeworm. Called it. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got. Honestly, like, that whole thing with the detective apologizing, nice touch. But that was not, that was not the thing that intrigued me. The thing that intrigued me was, you want to guess? Because you hate it just as much as I do. That intrigued you? Buck going to see nope, Abby? No, nope. Hen going to see Eva. Oh. <laughs> I can't. It, I ended on, it ended on, it ended on. face. Oh, you're so disappointed. It ended on two sex scenes that I was just, unhappy with look Buck and Abby are cute I agree I think that they did a lot better this episode I think they've really passed that awkward stage yeah to be like a more like buddy buddy I can make fun of you kind of thing which is nice in a relationship but I really was hoping that Abby would be his very platonic female friend nope I I knew it was never going that way and I was just like yeah I knew it was going this way but I was like a girl can dream right yeah I just I I wanted I wanted Buck to like grow up a little bit and I wanted that I wanted that for him you know (laughs) um well if he if he actually if he can keep dating Abby that that's a different story but Uh, if he dates Abby and then she dies no if you only knew the level of growth that's like coming. coming oh my god and that involves my favorite character interesting i don't know who your favorite character yeah. is you've only mentioned him every other well episode and every every week basically we talk about 911 you like you haven't seen my favorite character yet it's not buck but he's coming if anyone who has like cuz i'm sure everyone who has watched 911 has seen all 5 seasons they know a character who is not in season 1 who is very important for buck or Buck. Is it a sibling? Is it a Buck sibling? It's okay. It doesn't matter. No, I just don't like think Abby, I don't think Abby's gonna live all that long. If I'm completely <laughs> honest. <laughs> I'm still on the I love okay. Connie Britton and you hopefully one Connie day. Britton yet, right? No, I'm not allowed to. Okay. You can't ever look up Connie Britton. <laughs> I I'm not expecting I'm not allowed to look up anybody in the main I cast. know, I know, but since we're coming up close to like the end of season one. And you're going to be like, oh, let me see if I can, like, Google. You cannot, whatever you do, you cannot look up Connie Britton. So she's going to die season one? Is that what you're trying to tell me? I'm not saying she's going to die. I'm not saying she's going to live. But you can't look her up. <laughs> I can't, I'm not looking up. The rules are all of the main characters I cannot look up until they die. Because I don't think this, this show has a... Because, like, shows do, shows do have that, like, you know, Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, but the thing with Grays is like they, if they leave, they might come back, and even if they die, there's a possibility they'll really show up. It's <laughs> a dream. Yeah, um, in a COVID-induced state. Yeah, those things happen. Oh my gosh! So let's not even talk about that. I was just- <laughs> we should just make a Grays Anatomy podcast at this point. We literally talk about Grays every other week. Um, that's a Grays Anatomy thing, but I feel like on this show, there's only five seasons. If they die or leave, I think I can Google them. Yes, you can. Um, unless otherwise told and stated. But 
but if they're planned on coming back then that's a different story so far i think that's i think that that's the general rule and then for guest stars if they die yeah or if their storyline is complete for instance if they had like if they were i don't know stuck in a burning building and then they were rescued and they had like a big hug scene with their family i consider that a story complete okay then i might google them for if they have like a child who was sick or something that may become like maybe there's like a lawsuit or something coming up against um or someone like Georgina yeah um I won't google or Eva that's also a good example I'm pretty sure she's coming back but I'm very disappointed but you know I wouldn't google her and then like Tracy Toms won't google her um things like that I mean we do know she was on station 19 (laughs) who Tracy Toms yeah not like oh. station 19 so it's whatever but i don't watch station i've seen maybe two episodes of station 19 and i think they were Grey's anatomy crossovers oh no oh. the ones i've seen i was like hey look it's karen <laughs> i'm pretty sure i saw her in rent but i don't yeah, remember if we've I... had this discussion have we Is we it, have... but she wasn't in the movie right she was in a production I you have asked me to look her up and I have seen her when I googled rent yeah but was she in the movie or was she in a production now let's check if they ever do a musical episode and they don't have Karen I'll be so disappointed oh I can guarantee you there's there's no musical episodes (laughs) (laughs) also musical episodes are not really great I don't know why I follow one (laughs) it literally it just says she's known for her roles in rent does, does the movie show up on her filmography okay nope it's theater theater that's what i thought i didn't think she was in the movie anyway here i have i have in caps all caps Catherine. how did you feel about the makeout scene <laughs> i need all your feedback which one what else fucking abby yeah. yo abby was so smooth <laughs> can i just say Buck was like trying to flirt and then what was the other one? Oh yeah he was like something about like a full moon and I think or I think her response was maybe you just really wanted to see me and I was like wow that was smooth smooth I know otherwise it, it was no weird just it was weird seeing Abby feel way more comfortable with Buck yes because I'm just like she she's just like you know when we met her she's very like awkward reserved very calm and nice and things like that and then all of a sudden she meets buck i think yeah he i but i really do appreciate because sometimes when you meet people they really do bring out a different side of you that maybe you didn't always know yeah i think that that's a good thing and i think abby's really getting out especially now with carla also and helping with her mom so that kind of helps her like takes a little bit off her chest kind of thing yeah um and she's good she knows she's good at her job but I think the validation that Buck gives and the rest of the what is what is it the 118 118 the 118 yeah yeah 118 yeah sure no, 118 no. 118 that is how we talk about 911 here sorry and the 118 um, <laughs> I'm learning I'm learning it's episode seven we'll get there um, but the rest of the 118 really does like have that trust in her and Athena. Athena's not really te- technically 118, but I think that just their like combined friendship, mm-hmm. respect, uh, respect is probably better. I will can say friends because they don't really know each other, but their like respect for her definitely I think has helped her grow in her role. And I think that's really nice to see because that really, that's really true. I think like your yeah. friends really elevate you to new levels. Agreed. All right. On that note, grapes. Grapes. Yes. I mean, how much did you say? 8.2? That's how much they gave it? On IMDb, this is an 8.2 out of 10, which is currently pretty low, I think. I think so. I'm not oh, no. It's one of the higher rated ones. Wait, wait. Eight, you said 8.2? That matches with episode three. Yeah. And it's only a beat by episode four. Yes. Worst day ever, which is the flight, the, the plane. Yes. Catherine. Please fly. <laughs> I don't remember liking that one. Well, I think this one, okay, if that's the case, I take it back then. I think this one is pretty good rating so far. Okay. We're, Being one we're of the higher rated ones. My grapes. Um, 
I'd probably give it an eight out of ten. I quite enjoyed this episode. Oh, okay. Like, even yeah. the re even the rewatch, I pretty much enjoyed. I don't think I don't think there's a lot of it that I hated story wise. Okay. I like the combination of the three stories. Yes, it was still predictable, but I think there was a lot more. Um, this one was also a lot more comedic, and I know that I'm someone who likes comedy, so if they, I don't tend to go toward drama. I think that great comedy and drama go hand in hand, and I think this was a very good episode that kind of showed that. Okay. Right with the entire like Abby trying to find out the killer versus in comparison to like. Bobby and Buck being a very crazy dynamic duo. Yes. Um, I think that that was a good contrast. Okay. Um, and even the like, even the like panic attack and stuff. Like, yeah. There were things about it where they really, um, they really tried to levy how much drama and how much comedy they got. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it was, I don't know. This one, I was definitely laughing for most of the episode which was nice because you know it was a long week so it was nice to have something to just laugh about so I hope everyone who's watched this episode actually enjoyed it I mean not like we made this episode and we also didn't really talk all that much today <laughs> I feel like we've definitely complained more in the past either that or we're getting a lot better at this I you know I'm gonna say we're getting a lot better at this um we I feel like we're able to pinpoint exactly what we want to talk about I think we should work more on trying to branch out a little bit more (laughs) just a little bit not talking about like deviating from the topic but I mean like just having more to say kind of like the stuff you were talking about with uh the beginning of this podcast you came in prepared with like a work cited page and everything when we first started Oh boy. I have never done that. I don't know what you're talking about. I like how you think I'm that prepared though. I actually, today is the most I've researched for an episode. <laughs> I was so shocked at this like full moon stuff. I Googled stuff ahead of time. Anyway, I don't know why we're having this discussion on air, but we are. We hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Bye guys. Nine One One Superfan vs. Pura Snow is hosted by Meg and Kat. It's produced by Kat and Meg, and it's edited by Kat. If you'd like to learn more about our show, you can find us online at beacons.ai slash 911superfanvs.pas. You can also find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at 911superfanvs.pas or Twitter, the same handle minus the U. If you'd like to support our show further, please leave us a positive comment and or like wherever you're tuning in from, or recommend us to a friend. We'd love to have more people join us. New episodes drop every other Tuesday. Well, we appreciate you listening all the way through, and we will see you next time.